Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawin, the apprentice wizard. So, last week, you guys uh, were in the Overlord's stronghold. You waited for Leotah to show up on her undead pterodactyl, which she sort of did, but it turned out it wasn't really Leotah after you killed the undead pterodactyl and her look-alike. Um, you then returned, after searching the um, stronghold, you returned back to the temple, and there you promptly uh, attacked Nerdal, who was just hanging out, minding his own business, and a brief, and I'll reiterate, brief spell duel followed, <laughs> and Baptist and Nuniklaus both went down underneath uh, Miracle's spells, and that's where we left off. That's- yeah. Whoa. What was that? Something's going on. Hello? Hello? Yo. Hello? Hello? Yo. Right. It was like that Bud like Light commercial. <laughs> What's up? Oh, God. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> I was glad when that trend went away. It's time to bring it back now. Oh, here we go. We got a lot of trends. We got to get at least something trending on Twitter first. Okay, so where did we discern um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum were at when they uh, launched their surprise attack? <laughs> uh, only one of them. One of them was defending the other, not blaming on everybody. Okay. One person's fault. I guess I'm going to picture it was probably happening in one of these back hallways or something. Okay. <clears throat> so do we know that it's happening? <clears throat> well, if it, if, it is, if it happened in that back hallway, we would have heard in the primary ritual area. Yeah, there's yeah it's, only, big it's only a curtain separating the, you know, it's a big, heavy, thick curtain, but, I mean, it's not like it's soundproof barrier or anything like that. There are some big magic missiles going off in there, so. There were. I'll be right back. So where were we? I know there was a ritual going on. Uh, the ritual was going on in the main room, the main sacrifice room. All right. So we, we uh, the rest, other than Sant, would the rest of our characters have been in there? Or I don't know what you guys were up to exactly. Well, we pretty much just came back, right? Sant went to work, and Baptist yeah. went to work, and we haven't done anything else that I remember. Yeah. No, it was very brief. <laughs> So, I mean, you guys, I don't know if you guys were hanging out for the ritual when that happened or what. I figure everyone was at least in the temple, though. Yeah, yeah. I would assume so. Uh, I think Bong was probably standing about right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, uh, let's see, where's my card? Who's good at talking to people? And I mean, like, legit talking to people, not, like, talking to them with a weapon or a fist. So, I mean, you guys heard a disturbance. You know there's something going on behind that curtain. Uh, That's about what you guys know at this point in time. 
Okay, Bong's going to go over there and see what's going on. Okay, you go over there, you go through the curtain, and you see Noonie Klaus and Baptist laying on the ground. Is a miracle nearby? He is... Uh-oh, who'd we lose? Kelly had to reload. Oh, is he trying to... Oh. Right down there at that T intersection. Does he look like he's moving or to leave? Uh, he seems hesitant. He seems torn between what to do. So, Baptist and Nooney Klaus are up here in the hallway, and Amira calls down here debating what to do next. Yep. Bong will say, Amira call, what happened? Are we under attack? They attacked me. Baptist and Nooney Klaus. Thought you guys could be trusted. Well, some of us can be trusted more than others. Uh, what happened? That thug came at me, and then his buddy of his tried to defend him, and they tried to cast spells against me, and I just I had no choice but to bring him down. Bong gives a hearty laugh. Ha ha, that sounds just like them. Ha ha. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Those two. It's like, uh, he tries to calm Emiracle down, you know, as much as possible. Like, look, this is something that they did on their own. We didn't have anything to do with it. We think you're an all right guy, Emiracle, you know, and... Now that, now that they're out of the way, why don't you come on back to the temple and enjoy the rest of the sacrifice? Mm, I don't think I can be trusting you guys. And he seems to take a back step where a little bit more this way. Where are you going? I don't know. I'm not sure if I can trust you guys. Well, I'm, the only way out down there is through the sewers, so if you, would, if you want to leave, we're not going to stop you, but it would be a lot easier to go out the front door than that way. And this is Bong talking? Yes. Where's your magic buddy? Mephitis? Yeah, that's his name. Mephitis. <laughs> He's out in the temple. You want to see him? Um, Bong yeah, puts his I'm in here. Through the curse. says, Mephitis, come here! And so Mephitis comes over. Now, don't freak out. <laughs> Alright, so Mephitis comes into the room. Into the okay. hallway there. Mira calls down... Uh, um, your buddies attacked me. And Memphis, you brought me back just to try to kill me again. Is that the kind of outfit you run here? We run a strange outfit, says Memphis. Not everybody's like you know. This is something that he did on his own. We didn't have anything to do. We were hoping you would help us out with Leotar. Just relax, chill out. You know how folks do. I don't know. I reckon Where's, you guys. I tell uh, you what, a miracle. Let's go plane our step out of here to some cool back to Zune and we'll get high and we'll have to leave these suckers behind. Zune would be pleasant to visit again. Alright, come on, I got a circle drawn over my room. Let's get out of here. So Mephrodis is offering to go alone with Miracle? Yeah. He's taking him back to Mephrodis' room to the circle. He's back into the temple area. Through the temple area. He seems wary of passing through the whole crowd. He asked to go through the uh, hallway through here, and none of the others follow except for Mephrodis. Um Mephrodis relays this to Bong. He says he wants me to carry him through the back hallway there. None of y'all follow, so y'all stay back. And when he looks at Bong, he winks real big. Don't follow us. So, so Mephrodis will follow him around, escorting him over that way. And Bong, of course, immediately rallies everybody to come over here to this room when they come out. Okay. So, you guys get to... Mephrodis and uh, Miracle get to about here. 
and America goes, let's cut down this way. And he motions down the steps. So you don't want to go down there. It's safer. I don't know, man. It's, it's like a torture room down there. That place gives me the creeps. Oh, I know. I've been... Hey, Jeffrey. Yes, sir? I just want... I mean, you guys can keep RPing this out, but I do want to say that once he turns the corner... Sample. Yeah, go ahead and make your check. Okay, okay. I just didn't want too much time to pass, and then... Oh, they're dead. Walk. Like, ten rounds have passed. <laughs> oh, come on now. Suckers! <laughs> no, go ahead and make your rolls. Alright. Oh, Aaron dropped. Oh, shit. Well, that's not cool. Let me invite him back. Where'd he go? He, oh, man, he dropped a bit ago. <laughs> <laughs> shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of sucks. Oops. I re-invited him to the hangout. I'll give him a second. I hate for him. Did you flub that roll? Um, that was <laughs> approval. I don't know that I'd call it flub, but, but yes. <laughs> Didn't the sacrifice reset your disapproval? It did, but it only set it down to one, so... Oh, okay. Here we are. There we go. So the first roll is a 14, and the second one's a 24. Okay. Where is Aaron? Luckily, both of these guys are dead right now. Yeah. For now. So you got 14 back for Baptist and 24 for Nunez. Uh, that's the, um... Oh, that's your... That's the roll, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll roll them here in a sec. Okay. And Americals try and talk Methodist into going down the back steps through the sewers. There he is. All right, so Memphis is going to pause there. Like, you sure you want to go... Why do you want to go down the sewers for? It's safer. Have you been I don't want to go through the crowds. Uh, you and I will be just fine. All right, let's go. I'm saying this kind of loud so that... Sant, as he's working in the hallway there, maybe over here is what's going on. Okay, make an intelligence check, Sant. See if you can hear the overly loud Mephrodus. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess I can. I got an 18. Uh, and you do hear whatever Mephrodus said. Like, okay, let's go, I think, right? Yeah, go down the steps to the sewer. Okay, so Miracle starts down the steps. He's moving rather quickly. Moves down the steps and gets to here. Go ahead and roll your hit point rolls for... Baptist Nuni Klaus. All right. That gets back eight hit points. So, Bath gets eight hit points. Baptist gets eight? Yep. And you lose one stamina. What? Isn't that right? It's random on the roll, but it's stamina on the bleeding out, right? Yeah, I think so. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam, I haven't overheard this whole kind of head nod uh, gone left to start following down the, hall, the hallway with, with Bong as well. So, gone Lex will support Bong. So, uh, Baptist and Nuni Klaus both lose one stamina, but they get Baptist gets eight hit points, Nuni Klaus gets 11, and a miracle begins heading over to the sewer grate. Memphis like, well, there's no way we're going to be able to lift that. In Miracle? Lift it? Yeah. <clears throat> you sure you want to go this way? It's a sewer down there. It is the sewer. However, I have a way to get through. 
Oh, cool. What you got? He goes, I have to touch you. Uh, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that, Amira Call. I mean, we're we're buddies and all, but... Well, you can stay here if you wish. And he begins to cast. <laughs> Mephrodus jumps under a table. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> you watch as Amira Call goes through his motions, you go scurrying at the table, and he turns into a gaseous form of some sorts and easily drifts through the sewer grates. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, Mephrodus is going to drink his gaseous form. Well, it, where's everybody else at this point? Can, can he be seen in his gaseous form? Can can you see him? Yeah. You see that he turned to gaseous form, easily went through the sewer grates, and if you peek through the grates, you see it looks like he's continuing down that sewer thing. The, the, you can see this like cloud-like figure, uh, you know, cloud-like like blob drifting down the sewer. Okay. What y'all want to do, fellas? I mean, I don't know where he's going to go. Said something about Zoom. I mean... If he wants to go to Zoom, he can feel free to go on to Zoom. So up top, you've got Bong, probably over in Area 1-2. Yeah. With Gonlix. You've got Baptist and uh, Nuniklaus are now conscious and mobile again and able to talk. And everybody else is pretty much wherever they wanted to be. Either the main temple or helping out with getting Nuni and Baptist up or following over with Bong and Gonlix to 1-2. Yeah, I was just waiting in the wings in case we were needed for killing wizards. Yeah, that's pretty much what Jargon was doing, too. Do y'all want Mephrodus to follow a miracle? Uh, what, what does he mean for us in terms of, of anything? Uh, possible thorn in our side later. You think he's heading over to his uh, woman? <clears throat> he's got no business there. I don't know. It's hard to say. <clears throat> He was kind of tight-lipped ever since we've known him, so... He, he's got to want his tower back, right? Yeah, I'm sure he does, but I don't think he's in a position to really take it without help from that somebody else. Yeah, well, he didn't <clears throat> want our help. He would have said something, right? Well, he didn't mention it, so... Uh, Mephrodus has a gaseous form potion. He can follow after if y'all want him to. It, what did it, he say he was going to do? Nothing, really. He just left. He was trying to lead Mephrodus. Mephrodus suggested Zune. He seemed to think that wasn't an okay idea. He missed the place and was trying to get Mephrodus accompanying him. Whether he was really truly headed to Zune or just trying to coax Mephrodus to some other fate or whether he genuinely trusted Mephrodus, you guys don't really know. He, but. He, would, he could have fried you if he wanted to, so he doesn't want to kill you, but I just I, I worry about you being in there by yourself. I mean, he could have magic missiled you if he had yeah, wanted to get you. I have no way to. Except I got to spell magic. I could. I could. Yeah, but one. it's still it's it's hard to say what his intentions are going to be in the end of it. But I don't think that he I knows would, the power of that tower, and he knows that whoever has that is going to be tough to go against. So I don't think. I'd like to see if he heads that way, just so we'll know what to a little bit more of what to expect when we get there. Yeah. Sure. Yep. But don't don't be a hero. Oh, there's nothing heroic about Mephrodus. Yeah, I know. It's just, you know. <laughs> he uh, <clears throat> he uncorks his uh, gaseous form potion and okay. swills it. So roll d20. Go ahead and give it your caster level just for the fun of it. 16. So 
you feel yourself shift into this gaseous vapor. Your cloud is a little darker, seems a little heavier than than Americal's was, but you're still able to you know move through grates just like you'd think with a with a gaseous uh, form. And you're able to slip through the grate. You go down in the sewer. You've come in through this entrance before, so you know where the exit is. You know you know how to work your way through the sewers to the city streets, and you go out and uh, you see another gaseous blob uh, at the end of the alley, turning right. I follow him. Okay. So you follow him. He takes. I mean, he catches a little bit of attention. I mean, there's this, like, cloud of fog that's, like, rolling through the, the streets, and people are, like, standing to the side, and then there's a second cloud of fog following. Um, so, you know, they get some strange looks. People are talking. The streets are pointing, and they're like, what kind of weather? Um, it, the, the first form makes its way through the uh, Temple District, uh, seems to be heading to the south towards the uh, uh, the south gate, uh, towards the sunken city side. Um, he... Uh, do a luck check as you follow him. So roll under. That is my luck. Okay. So you're able to follow him. Uh, you feel like you're gaining some mass as you go, and he slips through the the, the south gate between the guards just as a, as a thing. You come rolling through. You I know you're obviously catching the attention of, of, of the uh, – the guards. I mean, it, just in the fact that he's these two gaseous forms drifting through the, the streets in forms of fog. Um, you end up in Mustertown. This form continues uh, south dead? past Mustertown towards the Sending Stone. Okay, Mephrodis is going to materialize at this point. Uh, okay, he's going to put on uh, Clotilda's mask and he's going to command the sender. Okay, what are you going to tell the sender? I'm going to tell the sender to kill Emiracal. Have like half his body go one place and the other half somewhere else. Yes. So you're going to essentially try to get to the Sending Stone within range of the Sending Stone as well, right? You're going to pass the old ladies, the lady's hut, and the whole bit. Well, do I need to? Do you use the mask? To get to there, you need to move closer to it. Yes, you'll need yeah. to. Well, and you're you would have known that, so I mean, you can assume you stayed in gaseous yeah, form. But this means you're essentially moving through Mustertown, past the lady's hut, towards the Sending Stone, and then materialize so you can use the mask. Okay, that's what I'll do. Okay, so when you've used the mask before. You've never really had, like, a response. Like, it's listened to you and done what you want. This time, like, this whole shiver, like, almost like you've been hit with electricity, rolls through your body, and you hear this voice in your head that uh, says, that will exact a price. It what? is possible, but which, what are you going to trade in exchange what for such, such a deed? What do you desire? I desire you to be in my service. What sort of service? You do what I ask. You do what I command. How often? It would be handy to have someone not trapped in this stone. I mean, what are you like? Once a century, you ask me to do something, or what are we talking about here? I could perhaps lend you power uh, in exchange for your service, in addition to killing this person that is about to transfer through and a miracle at this point is start uh he doesn't materialize but the fog starts to wrap around the stone what sort of power would be lent to me you could call upon me as a patron all right deal okay 
So roll up. Oh. Let's do a patron bond check. Capulet's <laughs> coming, right? So we need some help. <laughs> All right, a patron bond. Oh, heck. Burn some stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna. Do it. How many? Now, like three. What did you say? How many? How many patrons is that from effort of style? Like three. This will be the third. Yeah. That works. Effortus is a busy dude. It's getting crowded in that head of yours. <laughs> so, only one up. They'll have to fight for my soul. I mean, that's. I only got one to give, right? So. Okay. All right, time to burn. I hate burning. This patron shouldn't be so silly. We're gonna burn seven. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Consider an important person patron's plan. Form agreement with the patron. Marked as one in the patron's service. Castle learns a spell and vote patron. Listen to cast twice per day, plus one bonus to the spell check. Patron gives the caster a gift. Okay, so each time you cast patron spell or invoke patron, caster's indebted to his patron. So, um... You feel like you did well and that you have bonded with this demon inside the Sending Stone and the the fog around the Sending Stone begins to materialize into the shape of a miracle and then as it starts to go um, you suddenly see this twisted face of pain as miracle begins to try to um, Use descending stone, so you know you get this little translucent shimmering, and all of a sudden his face breaks out in the pain, and you can actually see the body get sucked into the stone and then sort of dispersed into three pieces out of the stone, and take great big flying arcs like shooting star type arcs out from the stone, like and the arcs are like you know it flies way over north of the city, flies way off into like the southeastern part, almost probably off towards the ocean, and another part. To the southwestern <laughs> side of the stone, as it looks like the sending stone just obliterated uh, a miracle. That is awesome. Now, now he's not afraid of Mephrodis. Mephrodis is like bird fingering, like shaking his head. That's what you get. That's for Baptist. But all right, I walk back to the temple. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a little pep in his step. He's like strutting. <laughs> How much experience do I get for that, Jeffrey? Experience? What? <laughs> that doesn't happen in this game. <laughs> we only level when we're told. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey's house rules are no one levels up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are seventh level. Come on. I think you've been very generous with the leveling. <laughs> I think eighth level could make the tower interesting. <laughs> what tower? Does John Mark right, have a Let's sin- go get that baby. Yeah. Uh, eight eight more hit points for BAP. I made a couple more rolls. All right. So we've healed healed Nudie Clouds up and BAP's. Yeah, BAP is good. 33 out of 38. He's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go get that baby. Yes. So, yes, you reconvene at the temple. Mephrodis can recant his tale of, uh, of what happened to a miracle. And you've got a missing baby. Can, uh, Sam, can you heal uh, Jargon's luck back? Well, my luck's already back to full. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. All right, we're good to go, then. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's All do right. this. All right, so 
So to this hour, our army. Our army is at the key. Yep, your army's pretty much at the stronghold. Did we determine how we were going to enter the tower? Through the front door, I think, right? Well, is we could climb a rope, I guess, but... Oh, God. Well, I have much. Yeah, let's do the rope. No. How much rope chaos is still going on out in the city? Um, the city is... There's still some power struggle within the city. There's still some rioting in the streets. It's... Like I said, there seems to be a power vacuum of sorts while that gets sorted out. Um, so the, the, the city's still rather chaotic. All right, here's another thing. If my timeline's right, we got up in the middle of the night to go raid the Overlord's Lord's Keep, and yep. we fought most of the day. We came back, and all this is happening. Do we need to like rest a little bit? I mean, like actually go to sleep for a while? I probably couldn't hurt those yeah, if I, I needed. I would like to get some uh, Spellburn back. And... Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, let's just rest. Like a... Rest is definitely a good thing. Let's let the coup kind of see what happens with that while we make preparations. Uh, it would be nice if we could find some potions, particularly healing potions or something like that, to carry with us. How many of those we, do we still have left? One? I have one. Baptist is going to send the head orphan, Bendel, over to the keep um, in case Aaron needs to get in touch with us. He can, he can send him with any messages. Okay. You're easily able to send the orphan over is, there to is handle... Is the keep secure? The keep is relatively secure. Now, Abram's, Abram's men is, are certain to happen to, uh, um, you know, keep the rioters from getting there. There's obviously probably some other, you know, power groups within the city that are like, oh, you know, if we take over the stronghold, we can rule the city. Abram's men are pretty well trained, though, so it's taking their time and consuming some resources, but he seems to have it well in hand. They're brief little, you know, a group of eight drunk guys oh we got this place and then you know but it's still consuming time and energy for him to do even though he's able to do it handily uh he has not seen a significant threat but it, it's he's having to keep an eye out on things all right well bendel's gonna tell him if if you start to lose control of the key we need to let the other guys know so he'll need to send us a message if things get worse okay <clears throat> how did it go in like a new city and the nicer parts of town um, How was the coup received? They're more uh, fearful of their belongings. They're more concerned about protecting themselves. They're sort of wealthy. They sort of understand that, yeah, it's the, the, the scofflaws, the, the rough-and-tumble folks trying to make a vie for power. They know in the long run the money is what will likely lead to somebody being in power or at least influencing the one in power. So they seem more content just to hole up, protect their own stuff, wait out this initial couple days of probably where it'll be relatively chaotic until they see who's emerging as the, the force and then they know they can, you know, money talks and they can potentially work their way into whatever power group ends up in there. So for now, okay. they're just trying to protect their own interests uh, rather than make a move on power. Did you, send, well, did you send people over there to protect them? Yeah, I did. <clears throat> yep. They're on the other and that side is appreciated. Right, there's a river that runs through this city, right? And they're on the other side. Correct. I don't remember what the map looks like exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. So I don't yeah, have it in front of me, but we're pretty much gonna like keep people from crossing the bridge or whatever. You think we should involve the keep the thieves guild, talk to them, or just let it go right now? Well, I mean, I mean if, if if we're starting to lose control, I think we should. 
Well, I mean, we certainly had an agreement with them, so I guess it might be quiet to... Wasn't the agreement to put one of her people in power, though? Yeah. Yeah, it was. But, I mean, I think if we do anything, we should just send someone over there and say, you know, the agreement still stands, but just once things calm down, we'll sort out who's... Yeah, I, I, I think she's going to... She may try to kill us, so we, we should not go personally. No, 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 no. Send, just send a messenger. The other thing I was thinking was if we want to try to get her help in attacking the tower. Right. Well, didn't we send somebody initially to, like, have her assist us in keeping or getting control back of the city? Or, like, calming down some of the rioters? Or was that one of those she was not doing that? She was just keeping after her own assets? I don't remember. Yeah, you, there was a deal where you guys were going to try to put one of her people in power. So she has interest in helping make sure things don't get too far out of control. And obviously you guys were able to overthrow yeah, this from the whole... I think we did send someone over there. After, yeah, after, took after the overlord was, was fell, I thought we sent somebody over, but it was to help with maintaining control or calming folks in the streets down or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. If she has a few, but if she has a body or two that could come in with us to help us with getting this bit, because this will be a thorn in anybody's side regardless of who's in power. <clears throat> has anyone... Has Aram or anybody or us, when we were over there, uncovered any kind of records about what kind of arrangement the Overlord and Leotard may have had? What was going on between those two? Um, give me a luck check from one person. I, I vote for Jordan. Long or Mephrodis. Okay. Yeah, Mephrodis has got the highest luck. All right. Mephrodis made it. Um, they found some records. They seem to be in code of some sort. It looks like uh, financial transactions that um, that Leotal was actually collecting money from the Overlord. Okay. What sort of sums? Relatively large. Uh, about, oh, 2,000 gold per transaction. Whew. Plus or minus here or there. What about offering to maintain once we once order is reestablished in town, we keep up the arrangement with her in exchange for the kid. I think that's worth a shot. You know, we'll just keep we'll keep paying you two thousand like he was doing. Nothing will change. We just want the kid back. And you keep to yourselves. Yeah, you're I mean, you're in charge, you're the boss. Just give us the kid back. Who do you want to send? You no, know, one of the who were we sent last time? I don't think it'll work. It's worth, it's worth a, a shot, shot right? Yeah. And see if we can find out what her demands would be if those aren't acceptable to get the kid back. Yeah, I mean, the things have changed since we talked to her last. I mean, she's got to have some kind of interest in this. She obviously wanted the gold, and if we're not in charge, somebody else is going to be. Yeah, let's send over whoever we sent last time, one of Sant's folks. Yeah, but an alkalite, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it was just a couple acolytes. So you're gonna send a couple acolytes over to the tower to yeah. wheel and deal this this setup. For what purpose again? To tell her we'll we'll continue the arrangement. We're gonna let Leotard win, pretty much. We'll continue the arrangement that she had, <laughs> which was the, to turn over a year call, right? Yeah. Well, changing the changing the deal, so new agreement now. What's the agreement? We'll continue to pay the two thousand gold like he was paying, keep the arrangement the same, where the new overlord, she's still doing whatever she does, just give her the baby back. 
We won't give her any trouble. We'll do whatever she asks. Are, are we really going to do that? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but getting the baby back completely change, changes our options of what to do with it, you know? I think she's probably already sacrificed that baby to gain a couple more years on her life. Uh, this is the way to you ready to just you ready to just let it go? <clears throat> That's not my baby, but um, I mean, I hear you. I understand what you're saying. You know, just trying to stay in character here. Sant doesn't really feel like he he feels this darkness between the stars. Approaching, and he doesn't want to sacrifice any acolytes that he doesn't have to. Like he's like, why don't you send some of the street urchin kids that you guys use? Yeah, Baptist will send some abortions in. Okay. Can they? <clears throat> so you send an orphan kid by themselves to the front gate? I'm not sure if that's a great idea. To send an he could come back. He could come they? back a stride upon, or or any sort of. He's he, he wouldn't come back probably. I say we go get the bitch. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she would take that deal anyway. Well, we can all go over there and ask, and if she says no, we'll just go get the baby. <laughs> line, up, line up for a good fireball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, make it easy for her. <clears throat> all right, let's let's do something. Are we gonna do a two a two pronged approach, like one coming one way and another, or are we all going in together? <clears throat> I think. So just so you, so the tower right now very similar like it was last time. It still changes shapes and appearance. It's got the main front gates, tall walls. The runes on the wall are glowing. And last time you guys also found a sewer entrance. You don't know what's going on with that, but the sewer entrance only got you into the courtyard, not into the tower itself. So that's pretty much the quick rundown of. Nimni Klaus is going to cast ancestral voices and talk to his people. All right. Seventeen. Okay. In seventeen, the caster dimly hears ancestral voices prophesying some event or events as determined by the judge. Judges is encouraged to use this result to foreshadow potential adventures or to give important information to the caster. If I go up, if I can go up one point, I can I can ask a question. Do you need one? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that I don't think that's going to be helpful. But Jeffrey gets to tell us whatever he wants to tell us. I'm always helpful. I'm I very. Helpful. If I go up one point, I get Caster can hear the voice of his ancestors offering aid and some task. Caster gains his Caster level as a bonus to a number of d20 rolls equals Caster level. Okay, yeah, so which must be used within one minute before the voices fade. I can give you that extra point if you need it. Yeah, let me have that extra point. Okay, you got it. Okay. So the caster hears voices of his ancestors offering aid in some task. Caster gains his caster level as a bonus to a number of d20 die rolls equal to his caster level. It must be used within one minute before the voices fade. So is that questions, Jeffrey? It sounds like it's just going to give you a bonus on rolls, but I'll give you a... Uh, I'll give you a question to ask of the ancestral voices, and um, just, just like, depending on the question, like a DC where you get to do your D20 plus level to to see if they answer it. Okay, I'm going to ask if she will agree to return the child in exchange for that. Are you going to ask the ancestors that? That they that's something they probably wouldn't know. They could give you like a premonition. 
but they wouldn't be able to necessarily answer that matter of certainty. You know what I'm saying? They could give you what they think her response will be, but they can't necessarily say it with 100% certainty. Okay. Well, the ancestors, uh, could they aid us in getting into the tower? Is there is there a secret way into the tower? Or, like, where is the secret? So what happened before, last time in the towers, they made the big assault. Someone into the front gates. It was a pretty massive battle. Someone into the sewers. It was a pretty big battle there. Both resulted in them ending up in the courtyard. They went through the front door, and they came into this foyer of sorts, which... Uh, which apparently it ended up being an interdimensional space. That wasn't was actually purple fire fireplace, right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Noonan Klaus thinks the the ancestors could potentially like maybe disable the runes on the wall so that you could get over the wall without you know setting off the effect, something like that. So maybe That's what I'm ask some of the defenses, gonna, but not necessarily like straight into the tower. I'm going to ask him to aid us in getting into the tower. And so, you hear this whispery chorus of voices uh, saying in this sing-songy, we can, you know, disable the, we can assist you with getting over the wall or through the gate. Excellent. Thank you, ancestors. Make them give you something better than that. We can handle that part. We can? We got through before. Yeah, because we had the guy, right? Yeah, you guys have never disabled the runes on the runes on the wall. Well, Bong like just smashed the trap on yeah. the door to get through, right? Yeah, but there's also a set of runes on the the purplish glowing runes on the walls themselves that glowed. Uh, okay. Fardius was the one that sort of stayed back at the fountain and had some scrolls or wards or something like that to handle disabling that last time. But yes, Bong did disable the more mechanical fire traps through the front gate. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. Help us. Just help us get in. We need. We need help attacking this storming this tower. And Noonan Klaus is fairly certain the ancestors will do what they can to assist with that. So you guys gonna? Oops. Now we got Adam gone and Matt gone. Yeah. Um. So, saying you have little interest in attacking Leotal, or are you um, sacrificing his guys? I was, yeah, more opposed to sacrificing my guys. I mean, for the Santh, yeah, yeah, Santh is um is dubious about going in the tower. I mean, pretty much every time we've gone in, um, oh, yeah. his spells have like failed him. We, I mean, I he has not gotten the good the good sense from Monty that this is a place that he should be. Um, you know, metagame-wise, I mean, it's going to be dumb if I don't go in and support the group. So <laughs> if that's what we choose to do, I'm along for the ride. No, I, didn't, I didn't think that. I just meant... Dandy's going to go in by herself if no one else goes. <laughs> no, we're not letting that happen. Yeah, but it, it, it care. actually, that may not be such a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> 
Santa doesn't really like dandelion, so. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, if she could go in and figure out some information, maybe. Well, uh, what about this? We all, he, she agreed to trade the baby for a miracle if Dandy came with a miracle. What if our attack begins with Dandy taking some other chump in a miracle's place just to give us a second or two? Did she? She didn't appear. Pat, she just, Pat has a disguise plus twelve, by the way. Wasn't the the deal though that they came along by themselves with none of us? Yes, we altered the deal. I mean, we can pray we don't alter it further. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Last time. I mean, she talked to Dandy. When she talked to the person we sent, she never appeared. She just communicated telepathically or something, right? Right. Yeah, I think she talked to the boys through the fire or something like that. Well, we can inside the thing, inside the tower. Yeah. In that first room. Yeah. We can dispel our way through all that junk if we need to. Maybe, hopefully. Well, we can we can try to fly. Yeah, we can go up to the... the I mean, if I get a big enough check, we can all fly in there. Well, here's what I say. I say we try to check them out, see if we get enough um, to fly in, and then if we don't, we abandon all planning and just go in guns blazing like we always do. Okay. I saw that coming. Because we're kind of circling the drain here with ideas, and it's like we're going to get to that eventually. So let's just try the fly thing. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, let's just kick down the door and do what we do. All right. Let's go. The ancestors open the the gate, and we go on in. Who's opening the gate? The ancestors. Oh. Yeah, let's go go inside inside of the uh, courtyard. Okay. So you reach the front gates. And the runes are glowing on the walls, and uh, Bong can see that the nozzles have been sort of rebuilt, reconstructed in, uh, inside the the gate. Is, is there outline. rioting in this area, the town? Is there? Um, yeah, I mean, there's still rioting. People seem to be giving the tower sort of a wider berth. We're like, hey, everybody, other places. let's right. loot the tower. Baptist is gonna. Uh, Get the orifice together and tell them to start uh, running through town, trying to stir up people to attack the tower. Okay. Maybe some of them can spray paint, you know, some cocking balls on the wall or something. Yeah. <laughs> some orphan doesn't even know what it is, but he just feels inclined to spray he's paint. Seen it, he's seen it somewhere look. else. He saw it someplace else, so he just started doing it. So they're running around stirring up trouble. Okay. And then are you going to use ants for voices to, are you going to, command them more to disable the runes on the wall, disable the traps on the gate. What do you, what do you have in mind for them? They said they could help with a portion of it. Do I feel like they could help with the traps? The physical traps? Um, you'd think they'd have it better with the magical runes on the wall. But, um, because that seems more in their realm of things, but you can try whichever you want. Yeah, I'll go for the runes. Okay. So you, you know, you sort of trance out talk to the ancestral voices they you hear this melodic humming in the background only in your head no one else hears it um and suddenly the purplish runes that have got lettering all across the walls dim and fade until they go cold black on the walls i ask them to do that to the tower too turn the tower off they say that is beyond their power do they know how to turn the tower off 
destroy the glass darkling. Do they know how to get to the glass darkling? They do not. Can they take any class with glass darkling? Transport me there, <clears throat> powerful grandpa. Medford's can wizard sense. Yeah, wizard sense. I haven't cast that spell yet, have I? I don't think so. Forty-five. Medford just sits down on the ground, and uh, he's tired, like usual. No stamina. <laughs> Casting time one. Heavy round. breathing. <laughs> All right, Medford don't make me look like an ass again. 22 on his spell check, as above, but the caster gain. Also gains x-ray vision, allowing him to see through up to 30 foot of stone and 60 foot of wood. So the caster can see magical auras, invisible creatures, and pierce illusions of all types to see creatures and objects in their true forms. This mystical sight also reveals secret doors and traps if they are present. The enhanced vision has a limit of 60 feet. So... Um, you are able to see through the walls, and you see at least two iron sentinels on the other side of the wall. The tower, however, seems to be impenetrable to the x-ray vision, but you can see through the wall. Okay, so there's there appears two to be iron two iron sentinels there. that... You guys remember there was a path that led to the front door. There's two iron sentinels to either side of the door. Okay. Um, I think it's time to check in through airport security, gents. Yeah. We smash the traps on the door or go over the wall or whatever we need to do. So what are you doing? <clears throat> what are We're we going to knock the traps off. Yeah. Oh, off the... You guys, I mean, you guys have a thief this time. You could try to disable yeah. them. Yeah. So last time, I don't think you had a thief at the front gate, but, I mean, you've got a couple of them with you now. I'll give it a shot. Stay out of range of the blast nozzles. We get right. some kind of yeah, just so, we know the trap, you know, right? Last time it incinerated like six guys at once. <laughs> but we know the trap, so we get some yeah. kind of bonus, right? Plus, we get some kind of knowledge to it. Yeah, as long as you don't, you know. I mean, how bad we don't can need you roll? To find it. We don't need to find it. We know it's there. Yeah, if you know it's there, you just got to disable it. Uh, my disable's only plus six. Yeah, I got a 15. Oh, Lord. On your disable? Can I assist? Yeah. Yes, you can try to assist. All right, hold on. So plus seven total. Oh, my Lord. Twelve. So <laughs> helps a little bit, but, you know, essentially you're sitting, at a, you're sitting at a 17 total. Are you happy with that? No. As you start fiddling around with these blast nozzles. Yep, you're sitting at a 17 with Patricia's help. I tell him he's not satisfied with that. Can I be hold, can I be holding Jargon's hand while I do it? Or you can burn luck yourself too. But yeah, I mean you can hold Jargon's hand or you know wave the lucky halfling foot over it. I don't know. My oh. luck won't help, right? No, I was pretty much doing DC like old three five stuff. Like I, I was getting like plus two or four. Exactly. Beat a DC ten, you get to throw a plus two at it. Okay. Unless you'd rock the roll, then maybe I would have made you know a plus four or something. Right. But a twelve, pretty much a plus two. Yeah, I'll burn the luck. You're at 17 now. Awesome. Oh, now you're at 25. Are you happy with the 25? Yeah. So you and Patrice are working on it. Uh, Lucky Halfling walked, or no, I guess you did this yourself. Um, and you find about four feet out from the gate, there's actually a part of the, the surface has covered a pressure plate of some sort. It's very 
well hidden, but you're able to find it, and then you're able to jam uh, some stuff under it so it won't depress, and you feel like you have the trap disabled at the front gate. So now it's just a locked gate. Nice. Can the ancestral voices open the gate? They say they are tapped out. It took all of their power to disable the runes on the wall that you're not climbing. Uh, 22, <laughs> 22 for uh, the, the gate lock. You unlock I will... it. Oh, you're good. Oh, okay. You unlock it. Sorry. Okay. So gate is unlocked, and there is... Let me see. Do I even still have this map? Any activity inside the courtyard for us fiddling around out here? No activity inside the courtyard. Let me see if I can find my... Uh, you do see the... Uh, huh. Is there a crowd of rioters coming to destroy this... Wicked, wicked There's bitch. a couple of riders that wander by. Looks like they're probably coming to investigate what the orphans were talking about. Uh, There's a witch in there. Bunch of big color TVs. They seem on the whole city and caused this. They seem pretty hesitant to uh, to engage with this tower. It's a witch. It's and a they witch. just sort of like, uh, yeah, they, they the the bar down the street's been knocked off and free alcohol, and they like wander off. She's been stealing <laughs> babies. Go down there, get that alcohol, bring it over here. Let's get this witch out of this tower. Let's get Ripper drunk and take this place out. Absolutely. Somebody somebody start a barbecue. (laughs) And let's just smoke her out. We're going to tailgate this thing. Yeah, we're going to do this right. Get out the cornhole boards and set up in the courtyard. Get your wives out of here to watch. (laughs) Somebody grab all the s'more stuff. Let's go. Come on. This is serious. Somebody start baking some meth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're having a hard time getting the the rioters to really get engaged. I mean, they wander by, but... Of course. That's fine. Having a hard time getting engaged. I those orphans. I kick their butts, and I tell them, come on now. (laughs) Get this riot started. All right, so we should get into the courtyard. We need to fly our asses up there. We need to kill two Iron Sentinels first, probably. That's fine. Are they there and animated, Jeffrey? They are there in front. There's, so there, there's a door in the tower. Gravel path leads up to it. There's an iron sentinel on the right of the door and an iron sentinel on the left of the door. Bong scans the courtyard. Does he see anything out of the ordinary or different than the last time he was here? He does not. All right. He charges one of the iron sentinels. Okay. Just go ahead and make an attack roll. All right. His deed is going to be knock it prone. Twenty-nine nice. to hit, and you hit the D. Okay. So you do hit, barely. 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 Come on now. Start casting fly. We need to get the hell out of here. He hit him with a sixteen. Sixteen. Let me. There it is. So you hit. Hit for 16. <laughs> Gilly, don't we waste some that and give that to the dog? <laughs> <laughs> she, loves, she loves beer. <laughs> yeah, who does? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you hit, you knock it prone, and then we get initiative as the other one also animates. I can't make a second attack with my charge you bonus. You moved. Okay. Finally, an initiative worth talking about. Oh, we're rolling right. in this year. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, roll initiative. Bong just rolled up and smacked, laid the smack down, but... He initiated the initiative. 
It's been an initiative. Uh, first first double-digit initiative I've ever had, and I'm still last. Sergeant. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. <laughs> Clarence. Clarence got last. That's where you want them, though. Right. Survey the battlefield. <laughs> Who fell? Okay, that's where I'm at. Who, hurt the, who got hurt the worst this time around? Okay, Jargon, you're up. You've just watched Bong charge forward, smack one of these iron sentinels that had not started moving down onto its knee. Uh, he's raring to go. The what, so the one is on its knee or it's prone? On its knee. Down you go, down you go. Got a gun straight. And there's another iron sentinel that looks ready to activate. Um. All right. So Jargon is going to stealth. Okay. So we'll do that check first. Yep. Twenty-eight. Okay. Uh, he is going to make his way toward that general area and try to set himself up to be behind one of the iron sentinels. Okay. Um, and I assume that's pretty much all he would be able to really do this night this yeah. round. Okay. Yep. And then that takes us to Mephrodis and Bong. Alright, Bong is going to well that one that's prone there before, does that give me a plus two to my attack? Because he's prone. Yes, I'll give you a plus two for that attack. Alright, with his attack, he is going to attack and his deed he's gonna to try to disable whatever appendage it has to do harm with, so crap. I have a thirteen to hit and didn't hit the deed. I'm going to do the same thing again with my second attack. I still missed the D, but I have a 23 to hit. That hits. Plus... 12 damage. Okay, it is still up. It has taken 28 damage so far. And Mephrodis... Oh, crap. Mephrodis, what do you do? <laughs> How far away is the other Iron Sentinel? Oh, it's like... Eight feet. It, it'll be able to wail on Bong this time, too. Okay. Uh, They're, like, flanking the door. Okay. Uh, Mephrodis, you suck so bad sometimes. Uh, can Mephrodis dispel a golem? Mm, he thinks that would be extremely difficult, but it might be possible with a high enough roll. Okay. Because they, that is probably magically animated. He does think it would be... Metagame-wise, what sort of check would I need to get? Um, does he think he would need... His player would need to roll? Oh, let me see. Let me look up the spell real quick. It's on page... The biggest problem with this spell is it takes time. Yeah, for big stuff, like permanent stuff, it takes like five rounds. Yeah, and you're thinking it's more like a permanent thing. Okay. So whatever I'm the first going... permanent is would be what would probably work. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to... Uh... Mephrod just doesn't have anything but snarling vines to do anything here. I'm going to learn Magic Missile next time I'm level. <laughs> I've been missing out all this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mephrod is just, he's going to, uh, he's going to cast snarling vines. He's going to try to throw it back far enough that just the, the radius as it radiates out just grabs the other sentinel. Okay. If possible. Lost the spell. Okay. You're going to make a second casting? I ain't got nothing is there, to cast. One, one of the guys is down, right? Yeah. One is on its knees, and, and one is standing up. Where is Jargon? He's behind the one that's standing up? Or yeah, he's that's... he's over by the one that's standing up. He's, like, behind it in the shadows. Okay. Were you doing a second spell, Mephrodis? I don't have anything to cast. Okay. 
So that takes us to the golems who strike at Bong, who's their main target. First one that's on its knees takes a bit of a minus for being on its knees and attacks 22 to hit. That hits. Oops. For 16 points of damage. 16 points. The other one attacks. An 11, probably a miss. Yes, that misses. That takes us to Baptist and Uniklaus. Got two of them. One that's knees, one that just, they're both swarmed in on uh, Bong. All right. Noonie Klaus is going to cast Strength first. Okay. Do you want to uh, <laughs> use luck? No, he, he failed that. Lost that spell. Sorry, Godlick. <laughs> That's all right. And he's going to cast Magic Missile. Caster throws 1d4 plus 2 missiles for the 1d4. 5 missiles that do 1d6 plus caster level, 1d6 commander. Set the target, just cast it on the side, and just Okay. So we've got 5 missiles that do 1d6 plus caster level. Okay. Alright, I'm going to cast the first one at the standing golem. Okay, the standing one? Yes. Okay. Ten. Still up. Ten more. Still up. Ten more. Are you cheating in here or what? <laughs> no, man. He's rolling that. Just roll, just roll a three. Still Ten up. Ten is not a good roll. <laughs> <laughs> not a good roll. Eleven. Still up. And the last one goes at him again. Is and nine you send more. him down. Oh, After crash, magic missiles takes him down. Sorry, So the Jordan. standing one is no, now thrown. That's all good. Okay, uh, Baptist will move to try to backstab the one that's on his knees, if that's possible. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It gets a 31. Man, that's a roll. <laughs> it barely hits. Oh, come on, barely. <laughs> uh, Who's this? And it does three damage. <laughs> and then Sorry. 19. Attack severs major artery. Inflict 1d10 damage with the strike, and the foe must make a fort save or fall unconscious from shock and massive blood loss. I uh, doesn't have any blood. Yeah, that seems. So, like what damage are, does it say to do? Uh, 1d10. Double it. Nice. To make up for the thing. Yep. To make up for the fact it's sort of a construct and not going to really... Uh, he does. So you damage it pretty good, but it is still up. He's got all the actual damage still, though. No, I yeah, did that did. first. Can I, okay. can I backstab it again? So 11 total? It knows you're there now. You can attack again if you have the second attack, but it won't be a backstab because it now is very well aware that you're there. Um, but you can take another attack. It's on its knees? It's on its knees. Okay, I will attack it again. Eleven misses it. Oh, that's the wrong roll. There's a yeah. there. That misses. That takes us to Patrice and Dandelion. Oh, he rolled the wrong thing. He rolled a oh. oh, got Four. it. Okay, 23 hits. Hit. Okay. Normal, normal dagger damage. 
Six points of damage. Still up. Okay. Now takes it to Patrice and Dandelion. Okay, Dandy is going to use magic missile. Okay. Six. Nice. I will not. I will not modify that. I don't think. Okay. So she throws a single powerful missile that damages equal to four die twelve plus caster level. I like that. Nice. So, my second. Four d twelve plus caster level. Eh, Twenty five points of damage. You send a barrage of magic missiles into the beast and. It- Tumbles forward and one napalm. Yeah, yeah. yeah it like melts some of the metal and stuff. It's pretty insane. And you bring the sentinel down, and now you are in front of the main entrance to the tower. That's work, fellas. Oh, cleric speed didn't even get to go. Yeah, welcome to Jargon's world. <laughs> you guys are just too powerful. I should have knocked you down a couple levels. I didn't roll a single time last round or last session. <laughs> You didn't? I don't think so. Damn. Yeah. Alright, so the door. Um, Hope you don't need both of those to drink, Kelly. <laughs> um, we went in the door last time and it took us to some crazy. Yeah. We also had, like, weapons turned to rust and all that when once his yeah. name was still there. Right, so we don't want to do that either, so. Is the balcony still there? The balcony is still there. I say we make a grand entrance and fly our asses up there. If we can, somebody can get the check. I'm all for it. It's a pretty big check to get everybody. What, what's the check you need for? I'm gonna get 32 to get everybody. Ooh! If you can get a rope. If I were to give you everything I got, I could bump at 22. But then I'd also spend it all on that. I'm saying I would have nothing to get after that. Hold on! Hold on! Bless us, Linda. We're writing. Linda, look it. You got a spell thing coming on here. Right? Yeah. I do Hold believe on. someone just cast Bless. Oh, man. I knew you've been casting Bless. I uh, cast that on my ally who gets a plus one. Yes. <laughs> um, if, I, if I get two, if I can get two luck. Just cast it again. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'll cast it on him and give him the plus one, and then I'll cast it again. <laughs> There it is. That's what I'm talking about. Talking about. Oh, man, that's like extra. Uh, That's the one you wanted. That's 1d3 plus caster level. Yeah, and it lasts for one turn and allies within 10 feet. We all crowd in. (laughs) 1d3 plus caster level, so 1d3 plus. Come on, 30. Ah. Oh, well, plus eight to whatever else you're doing, plus the additional plus one for actually casting it on you. So we got plus eight for one turn. As long as you stand within ten feet of the holy goodness that is sand. Seth is like Tom Brady. He's like, huddle up, guys. Yeah, we, we all had our hands yep. in. We move, we move like a turtle right. now. <laughs> let's, let's find something quick. Um, let's see. we get we got to go through that weird rust trap to go through the door, right? If, yeah, if we go through the door, I think it's going to be another bacon tunnel of death. It's either yeah, it's either her. Hey, the way plus eight might be the time to cast fly. Yeah, bust it. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Plus eight. It's a great idea. Yeah, good call on that one there, Dustin. So yeah. just don't roll one, you're good to go. Jeffrey's standing up. <laughs> it's getting real. <laughs> that's, not even, that's nothing. That's terrible. <laughs> All right, he's going to cast it again. 
19. Newton class can fly. <laughs> He's like, ha, look at me. With a 1d6 plus 1 rounds. Hey, we got a plus 8 on our climb checks, though, so, I mean, if we can get a rope down, we can probably... Right. Well, I can cast it again. I was just going to keep that one. Yeah, okay. Right, so, I, class can fly for 7 rounds. <laughs> Thought that was your next spell check. Try this again. Four. Um, caster can grant fly to one, go up to two man sized creatures or one creature. So I can cast it on two more people. Right. Take the worst climbers. Who would that Sant and who would who would be the worst climber? You can cast again next round. Yeah, that's true. Just cast it on. I mean, don't let that one go to waste. Let it go to, to at least two people. One d six plus eight hours. And you don't want to take Sant up there though, because if you take Sant up at the first group, then you lose your plus eight. Right. Okay. Oh, we have to be within ten feet. Okay. Did I get a plus eight for every roll? Yes, for one turn. Yep, as long as you're within 10 feet of... Okay, so Nunez class can fly for, can fly for 15 turns, and Bog and Goth... Who's the worst climbers, I guess? Mephrodis, probably. Mephrodis. Yeah. Is climbing strength? Yeah. Dandy? I think uh, I give it agility sometimes, but... She she has, a thir- she has a 13 strength, and Pat can climb as a thief, so... What about Jargon? Right? Is there a climb? Yes, there is. Jargon's got a plus one to his strength and a plus two to his agility. All right, I'm going to cast those two on Mephrodus and Bong. They can fly for 21 hours. 21 hours? <laughs> Part of that, though, could be that we have them, when you guys, like, have them fly up and put a grappling hook with a rope. Bong just flies well, everybody they, up. As Bong, as everybody climbs, can Bong just fly with them and help them up? Bong, yeah, Bong could, like, just fly everybody up there. Car- car- carry people. Yeah, I mean, with the rope. I mean, it'd be handy to have everybody else flying, too, because we don't know what's in here, but... Well, we kind of know what's in there. <laughs> I can keep casting it, but... <laughs> what is this, our fourth time in the tower now? Mephrodis, Bong, and Nooney Class can fly right now. Fifth time's free, isn't it? Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, a stamp. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, like, a frequent tower visitor's card. Yeah. Getting punched. So how does that work, Jeffrey? If they fly off the rope climb up and they the three of us fly with them everybody just gets to go up yeah I'm, I'm cool with that okay. are we thank you <laughs> we go up Gen- generous I think he's tired of getting so, close to TPKs on rope climb checks it's a little embarrassing for you guys <laughs> uh, it's hard to be Satan's glee club when you can't climb a rope you know I hope you know that Serpon in the Labyrinth Lord game fell five stories and lived he did yeah <laughs> He was thrown out of a five-story balcony. That would have been... Did you roll 5d6? He did. Yep. He rolled four, four ones in there. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, you guys get up to this balcony. You're up on this balcony, which you guys know is formerly the pterodactyl's nest. And mm-hmm. you get up there, and there's, oh, about three, four, five feet of, you know, balcony that sticks out from the tower. And there's this shimmering field over the rest of the entrance into the tower. Every time. All right. Uh, looks at it. What does it look like? It's got this just, uh, I mean, it's visible. And it's got like this uh, swirling, smoky pattern rolling through it of some sort of like field. Yeah. Mephrodis, uh, Mephrodis is going to dispel it. Okay. 
He'll take the five rounds that he needs to if it's a permanent effect. And then he has a 22 on his check. And dispel his own page. Did you get the plus eight again? Oh, yeah. Uh, that'll be a 30 on my check. Okay. Woo! That's a blessing. That's more like it. Okay. <clears throat> the caster potentially cancels certain spell effects within 20 feet. This includes friendly spell effects. All spell effects of a non-permanent nature are affected, as well as select magic items. Potions and magic scrolls within range are permanently neutralized. Magic staffs, rods, so, wands... Did you guys hear that? All your potions Lower and scrolls are permanently neutralized. Lower it. All spell effects, so no one is flying anymore. Um, yeah, so, that's a thing. So is this a permanent spell or a non-permanent spell? You just know after casting that the field is still there. Okay, I'm assuming it's permanent. I take a 18 to 21 check. Boost it up, boost it up. 18 to 21. It gets I'm going to wreck everything. All of our scrolls, potions, magic swords, all that's going to be neutralized if I if I cast it at that high level. All our loot. You can cast it at one item or spell. Ooh. On a single spell. Okay, that's what, yeah, if I got yeah. two more. All I need is two points. That's one point from Jargon. That's one point of luck, yeah. and he can dispel it. Is that all you need? Yep, apparently. Hey, you got it. <laughs> Alright, 32. Force field goes down. Close the blast doors. 32. Do it. Single item, object, spell, or creature. Okay. The glimmering fades and disappears. Okay. Let's walk in there. What's inside? You see a mess of a pterodactyl's uh, flare. There's like a pterodactyl dung. There's a rotting smell because the pterodactyl was dead for a while while it lived here. There's rotting straw. There's a door at the other side, right? Yep. Is the door locked? It is not. Baptist will slowly, ever so quietly, push it open. Okay, it opens. Inside. There's a little hallway, right? Yep, it's a hallway. You got a good memory, right? I think there's a couple. Of, is it this? This is the room we set on fire, right? Which one? When we came <laughs> yeah, up, I've lost track of all the rooms. <laughs> the time that we came up this way, we said we attacked the pterodactyl. We set it on fire. We, yeah, that that one was. We came into a hallway that had three doors. Right, and there was, and we set the pterodactyl on fire when it came in. Right. It kind of charged some stuff, and there was some yep. smoke damage. I think. So. Right. Was all that stuff still there? There signs of a fire. It's Was this the room that you've uh, set on fire? I think we set the pterodactyl on fire. We had blown somebody. Oh, the pterodactyl is chasing you through the halls. I remember that. Yeah, and that's when it, it, yeah, it on fire. Or at least blasted at it. I don't know. It was three attempts ago. So there's been a lot of fire since then. It, that was when we killed a miracle, right? That's when we came up this way. That was the one. Yeah, that was that was when we came through and we ended up planner stepping up to zoom because we got miracle down and then Leotah 
showed up and started taking her thing with all those iron golems around. There was no way we were able to, able to take them down. We should have fought her. But it's okay. Yeah, we should have. <sighs> we didn't have anything left in us, as far as I remember. We were all yeah, we were on the verge. So is that... At least my characters were. Is there evidence that this is the same place we were in before, or has it changed? seems to be the same place. Okay. All right, party time. Do we somewhat remember where we were or where things kind of lead to? It's only been like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember? I know it's a sure hope our characters remember, because I sure as hell don't. <laughs> there at one end, I think, and we went up. Yeah, I'm still seeing it too, Kelly. Yeah, I don't think Jeffrey has the... Uh, yeah, I don't have the map, because I apparently deleted it and didn't... But you're some kind of professional, Jeffrey. I thought so, too. You want to blame your wife on this I've one? I've got the map in front of me, but... <laughs> you can blame your wife on this one, too, if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a hallway. Uh, so what are you guys trying to do? You're trying to make your way to... We're trying to get to her, I'm guessing. Okay. So... Wherever, whichever direction that may be. You guys, it hasn't been that long ago. There was the room where you fought Americal before, which you guys seem to think was a throne room at the time. Right. And you guys could probably recall how to get to that room if you were to try to to trace those tracks again. Yeah, didn't we end up having to go, like, down through, like, the sex slave room, then the autopsy room, and then back up to the planetarium? Yep, pretty much that path. All that stuff. Yep. So is that where you want to head towards the... I mean, do we think she's going to the throne room with the baby? Is that what we're expecting? I don't know yeah. what you're expecting. No, I'm asking everybody else. What are you guys kind of thinking? That's what I expect her to be. I figure that baby's on some sort of horrible altar somewhere next to the glass darkly and something else. So. We never found the glass found that. The Jeffrey, do you, have the, um, do you have the rest of that ancestral voices spell handy? Oh, probably. Did, didn't I put it I in the Google Doc? Or do you, you have it printed? Uh, I didn't print it. That's the thing. I can't find it real quick. Yeah. I didn't know Give me a second. I, I should. Because right. I'm going to cast that again. Yes, I have the full thing. So go ahead. Right. I'm going to cast Ancestral. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 34. 34. 34. Fizzles. Spell failure. That's what 34 says. Yeah. That's weird. No. <laughs> That's really 34. Weird. Ancestors wish to speak a spell through the caster's lips. Wizards roll, a, roll a 1d5. 1 through 4 spells a wizard spell. A 5 the cleric spell. And then after that we roll a d7. I roll a 1d5? Yes, yeah, so roll 1d5. A 4. Okay, now roll a d7. A one. You got a one? That's boring. Uh, one, now you're going to roll a... I'm in a seven. D... <laughs> now roll a d26. Seventeen. You have a magic shield that has come to your lips. Uh, you can hold the spell for as long as you do not speak. As soon as you speak, you must either cast the spell or let it go. Um, if the spell is cast, roll D8 plus spell level to determine the spell check modifier, caster's modifier used. Uh, so yeah, so you'll end up, when you speak or when you decide to cast that spell, you roll D8 plus 1 
then a d20 to see what you end up with for magic shield. So it gave you a spell. Magic shield. Is there a lower spell result that will let me ask them where she is? <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a, any. That's weird. Any of the lower ones will weird. let you. Like 32, 33, 27, 31. I want to ask how to get to her. I the mirror room. How do I get there? Follow the the way you know. The mirror room. Yep. So is that is that the throne room? Is that the that was the throne room that you guys fought Miracle in, and then right. the stuff came crashing through the sides. All right, people. I'm gonna cast it again. You got more questions if you want. You, there, right. Any of the lower results would have plenty of questions. Okay. Um, how do we kill her? Um, be more powerful than her. That's a cop out. I slap that in face. It's not Where's like she has a magic thing. She's just kicking Where's out the top. Where's the baby? In the throne room. She has the baby. Oh, the, baby the throne room. We know the way. The, the baby is alive. What is she doing with the baby? Using it as a vessel of power. Ain't happening. <laughs> is she using the baby now? Cue the YouTube video. Yes. All right, she's she's gonna be real strong. Um, how do we get the baby? How do we remove the baby from her power, from her control? Um, remove the um the conduit. What is the conduit? You'll know when you see. Oh, um, are there any traps along the way? Leotah is well protected. Does the Iron Golems have a weakness? If the glass darkly is destroyed, the Sentinels are destroyed. Where is the glass darkly? In the tower. Where in the tower? It shifts. How do we get to it? Explore the tower. God, man, you have some Chet ancestors. That's not a real answer, Grandpa. Keep in mind that the glass darkly is destroyed, the tower is destroyed. That which you seek may be destroyed with it as well. How do we take control of the glass darkly and therefore the tower? Um. Come on, Grandpa, you want nudie class to have the glass darkly. I know you do. Remember that time we went fishing? I know you do. Remember? Mm-hmm. I held your hand when you died, Grandpa. <laughs> no, they wouldn't give you cigarettes, and I got you one. <laughs> they said, you can't smoke cigarettes in your condition, Grandpa. And I said, give Grandpa a cigarette. He's about to die. <laughs> and I got you a cigarette. <laughs> Remember that, Grandpa? <laughs> We're on the same team. Um, same grandpa. It's a battle of will to control the last darkly. One of great power and willpower. You got one question left. One question left. Anything anybody else wants to ask? Kids, guys. Can y'all think of anything? If we remove the baby without killing Leotol, will it hurt the baby? No. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this, Joe. Let's do it. I'm ready for this. This one's for you, Grandpa. 
she's got a bunch of power. Dandy had some freak baby with a bunch of powers. So you guys recall how to get to the mirror room relatively well. It was at the top of a set of spiral stairs after working your way through a series. Jargon knew the path well enough that that's where you wish to head. You can can hand wave getting there. Um, when we come up into the into that throne room, or we just we just come out into that room. That that's how it happened place? last time. Correct. You just came out into the room. Someone snuck their head up a little bit and saw the stuff going on first. But uh, from our from remembering it, is there a way? Is there is there an easy path to kind of sneak and try to try to hide the shadows? It was an open room, and the only way up was the uh, stairs. Okay. There was like one spiral staircase. Well, I think Jargon yes, or one of the thieves should kind of try to sneak their, pick their head up and walk, yeah. walk in. So you find the spiral staircase. You're at the base of the spiral staircase as it leads up. Pat will go. All right, Pat, do it. So Pat works his way up the stairs. About halfway up, he disappears. Mm-hmm. Ah. Where am I? Come on. That's not a. Tra- isn't that's not some kind of trap, Grandpa? Silent. I ask you that, Grandpa. He was senile anyway. Yes. He just wanted to sit on the porch. Yeah. So Pat disappeared. My baby. Is this the same like? type of disappearing is when Santh grabbed that gem and just kind of went away for a little bit. You don't know if it's the same on the other side, but to you guys it looks similar. Man for this wizard senses. Okay. He has a 21 on the check, which would be... Uh, the caster can see magical auras, invisible creatures, and pierce illusions of all types to see creatures and objects in their true forms. This mystical side also reveals secret doors and traps if they are present. The enhanced vision has a limit of 60 feet, but my check is as above, but I also have x-ray vision allowing him to see through up to 30 feet of stone and 60 feet of wood or other less dense material. Lead or gold foils x-ray vision. So you don't really see any traps or anything like that, you see a, a field of some sort that is invisible to the naked eye partway up the spiral staircase that splits it perpendicularly. Let's throw a rope through and pull Pat back. Yeah. We throw a rope through there. Uh... Hold on a second. They need to get some kind of bonus, like Mother's Intuition, right? To where the baby right. is. <laughs> totally. It's like, it's right she wanted to invoke patrons since this is the son of the King of Elfland, but Pat advised against it. I didn't think she knew that. I thought Pat was hiding that from her. Oh, no, he, has, he hasn't told her that it's his. <laughs> oh, 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 she thinks it's, I got you. 
She thought it was Immaculate Conception. So you get a, you push a rope, and it's a limp rope. It's sort of a pain in the ass to push up through this. this it's like pushing a rope. Yeah, it's like pushing a rope. It just doesn't work that well. You do get a little bit of it through. You give it some time. You pull back. Rope drops back down. You you are unable to get. You're getting this rope to pass through this spot. Rope comes back intact, but you're not really able to. Nothing is grabbing a hold on the other side or coming through. You meet a little bit of resistance when you try to pull it back, but then it stops and you're not able to pull Patrice back through. Can I give the rope Viagra? How would you do so? Uh, <laughs> rope trick. Didn't somebody have rope trick? <laughs> rope work. No. <laughs> I've got not time. Pat, <laughs> Pat, I say we follow. I smell cheat room. Of course, it's a cheat room. <laughs> All right, we're running out of time for tonight, so I guess we need to make a decision what we're going to do, sir. Following. If we can't we're get that, we got to go after him, right? Yeah. Pat, come back. Hold on a second. Don't be silly. Take a screen capture of this conversation so we can see the shenanigans. <laughs> So one of the times you pull the rope through, there's a note attached to it. What does it, it say? Says, it says, come on. We go through. Is it Pat's <laughs> handwriting? <laughs> we go on through. <laughs> Quit we messing around. Through. We run through there. Y'all going through. through or what? Yep. Step through together in step, in lockstep. Holding hands. It'd be kind of crummy. Hey. Son of. Come on. Dang it. Are you serious? You find yourselves in a foyer with a large desk in the center, a couch off to the west, multiple chairs in front of the desk, double doors behind you, and a large oversized hearth in front of you with fire. Shit, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. We're about to go through Bacon Tunnel Part 2. Yeah, is Pat in here? Yes, Patrice is in there. All right, I want to spill. He's this lounging Pat. in one of the couches. Yes, yes. Part two. Don't take it down. <laughs> I'm capping this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, if Pat's in here, I want Memphis is gonna try to dispel this whole thing. Okay, got it. <laughs> so this is a permanent. Uh... <laughs> oh come on! We gotta take it again. Yep. And you are inside of it. Keep that oh. in mind. <laughs> We're inside of it, or it's inside of us. Can we get these doors open? Are you gonna try? What is the T V and J? That's from the last time. Price stands oh. for Vixila, Santh, and Jargon. Jargon. Oh, okay. They've been in this room before. Vixila. Both of my guys haven't been here, so they're looking to you guys. Don't touch this fire you, over here. You go through the fire, and you go through about a million traps, and you all die. And then you turn left, 
There's a million more traps. <laughs> when you, you and when you get to the end of that, and then there's says a, you need to bring these brothers together and go through these other yeah. four hallways that are just like what you just almost died through. That's the bacon hallway. That's the bacon hallway. I do like bacon, but I don't want to be bacon. I mean, to be fair, I guess, Snish didn't even make it to the cheat room the first time, so. <laughs> He's still dead in the sewer somewhere. Yeah, it was a rough time. Well, we know where we're starting next week. <laughs> so what was, what was going on with oh, these hell, last time? Living. Wait, what happened last time? Did we, we try to get to the fireplace last time? Yeah, last time we got to the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And as you guys poke about the room... Wait, this thing... What is this thing over here? Couch. couch. Big, old, yeah. big old couch. Big old couch. Like, so as you guys are in These are five foot squares. That thing's like a goddamn Gallagher couch. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Friendly Giants. You guys don't know that show. <laughs> this is where the giant from mine. So you hear a voice come through your heads again. And it says, Welcome again to my tower, my friends. You decided to come visit. Perhaps you seek something which I have. I want my baby. Uh, Please make yourself comfortable while I prepare myself for your visit. And again, the flames roar and turn purple. Yeah. Is it possible to give someone the finger mentally? Like, is that... You think it is probably possible in this world. I'm giving her a mental finger. Rabbit shows her his butt cheeks. There it is. Right there. Come on, faces. What's that? Enough tricks. Yeah. Come on, faces. Enough parlor tricks. All right. All right. We can invoke Cinder. Cinder will take us where you want to go. There you go. So it's 11. Probably a good spot to stop. You guys can debate how you want to handle this room. All right. But you are in the tower and oh so close. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where we can wrap it up for the evening. We can do this. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I know you do, honey. Man, Jamie lies just hysterical. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> somebody give her some some drugs. Calm her down a little. Give her a volume or something. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wait till next week. Oh, to kill, yep. Kill Leotal. Attack this place. Yep. And then we got two places to live. Two yeah, separate. you have all sorts of places. Three places. We got the tower or the temple too. Don't forget. The temple. That's right. The clerics live in the temple. Plus some places and fighters live in the. Who comes and takes the temple back? Yeah. Oh, ain't gonna happen. That's not Cthulhu's temple. It's Monty's temple. Cthulhu's temple is the one that sunk in the ground. It's not Cthulhu's temple now. <laughs> all right again so uh, good night yep good, good talk to y'all later good night y'all see y'all night night brothers yep bye thanks for listening to the dcc rpg actual play podcast please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think 